Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Spectre of Anti-Blackness, or perhaps the first episode if you decided to listen out of order and just randomly pick this one. Um, anyway, I'm your host, um, and today we are going to be talking about a show that came out last year on Amazon called The Underground Railroad. This is a show set in um, times of uh, slavery in America, and it follows a um, a young girl on her journey. I have seen the show before. I really enjoyed it. Um, I've been meaning to watch it through a second time, mostly because the first time I watched it, um, like I I I watched it through, but also like I, I was working overnight at the time. And I would kind of be falling asleep, so I'm sure there's some things that I've missed. Um, but from everything that I gathered, I really enjoyed it. And I feel like it's not very heavy on, um, like, the kind of, uh, uh, I'm not entirely sure the word I'm looking for, but the um, the thing that you see in... Um, and, and pieces these days that talk about, like, black history and that sort of thing. Um, maybe the word I'm looking for is aggrandize, like, it, you know, aggrandizing the torture, um, glorifying it, um, you know, kind of showcasing it in this way of, like, I, I don't think that's necessary. And uh, I've realized a lot of people in, in today's culture are really against that where they're like oh i don't like watching stuff about that time because they always um glorify um that aspect of it the violence and the de- and the degradation and the torture and that sort of thing and this show at least from my recollection does not do that handles it all very well and it also has a good message very good messages throughout it that i feel like are prevalent even today um, and it's really a good um, piece. It's very artful. Um, it's it's just good all around. So I'm gonna rewatch it, and I'm going to do um, one episode per episode, one um, podcast episode per show episode. There are ten episodes, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so I'm going to start the first one now and then I'll get back to you guys in an hour. They're about an hour or so long. All right. Um, so I've just finished the first episode of the Underground Railroad entitled Georgia. Um, now this episode is, um, in my opinion, from like what I can remember, um, it is a good episode, but I do feel like it's the weakest link of the episodes. Um, it has to, because it starts on the plantation of like, you know, this is kind of like what life was like before. Like, I feel like this is the episode most uh, firmly grounded in like what you'll see most other um, slavery pieces kind of talking about. And that's going to be like, you know, life on the plantation and, you know beatings and that sort of things and you know everything involved with like um sex and um uh you know the day-to-day work uh escape um you know the the everything between like the 
the um, enslavers and the enslaved and that sort of thing. Um, it spends a lot of time kind of just setting up the rest of the show, which I feel like is really important. Um, I really enjoyed when the when it first starts. There's this um, scene um, of the main character Cora of her birth, um, and again, this show's like very raw. Like it's it's um, it's good. It shows a lot, um, and it's, it's it's really good. Um, but it skips to these different parts, which is my second time watching it. So um, I realize now that it's showing different parts of the show to come. Um, and watching it, it kind of, it reminded me of like, well, uh, it's gave me this idea of kind of like, um, existence before birth, you know, and like, um, uh, just the knowledge that you have of like, you know, life to come and decisions to be made and that sort of thing. Um, that's what I thought like it was kind of trying to touch on in that first scene there. Um, a lot of different characters are introduced. Um, this one, I feel like... Well, another thing that I like before I get to that. Um, the sound design is really good. Um, they do this thing a lot where um, you'll have these ambient sounds of like nature and that sort of thing. Whether it would be like a, um, like a, a cricket or, uh, you know, cicada or even like, you know... Like this part where these ladies are washing the um, floorboards, um, and the sound just like uh, slowly, it just it just like crescendos um, to this point where it's like almost unbearable, and then like you know it instantly cuts off like as it gets to the next scene. I like that. Um, the music is very expressive, I call it, um, and it's good. I enjoyed it. Um, they also do this thing throughout the show, but they do the first one in here. Um, where um, they just have these long takes, like these very long shots where it just kind of like just sits on the face of a character or multiple characters. And then this one is done with the main character of the story, Cora, um, where it's kind of just a shot of her by the lake. And I don't, I just really enjoy these shots. Like it just shows how these, you know, little people. Um, anyway, but it is this first episode is the most graphic of the bunch as a, a gentleman tries to escape his um his captors and he is um he's captured again and he's beaten uh, you know he's whipped as the um as the enslavers as the captors kind of sit around and eat and then um the other enslaved are called around to watch him uh, burn alive which uh, you know that's it's uh, pretty pretty graphic scene thankfully there's not like too much like screaming and that sort of thing um and i'll talk about how the show usually handles those kind of scenes once we uh watch more episodes um but yeah i'm pretty sure that's that's kind of the roughest it gets um and yeah that, i think that's all that i can really uh talk about on this first episode um trying to think of other things hmm. the acting the acting is really good um, all around um, but I don't, I don't really have much else to say about the first episode and as this is we we're just hitting the five minute mark now I um, feel like what I'm actually gonna do moving forward 
is two episodes a um a uh episode two episodes an episode so i'll then watch episode two and then finish off this first episode with my thoughts on episode two so i'll do it that way so they can at least be around 10 minutes instead of uh five because I, I i don't know i just feel like that's a little too short i'm i'm fine with 10 minutes but yeah five is a little um and as it goes on i'm sure i have more to say about uh, the other episodes um because more goes on in them but um yeah this one was um it was good it was fine um it's not my favorite but it is still important and integral and you know i understand the the choices that they had to make in that sort of thing so yeah i'll um i'll see you guys after i finish watching the second one Whew. all right episode two um chapter two is entitled south carolina and um i just finished watching it and man this is when the show just starts to like completely this is when like things get real good like it just shoots off like you know the first one it started like very you know it's like it's a pilot episode you know sometimes pilot episodes are like this is a tangent i don't think this show fits into this category but i know some shows like atlanta for example another show that i like um i believe i remember um I read somewhere that Donald Glover said that the first episode was like a Trojan horse to get the show accepted by the um, by FX, so then they could really start doing what they wanted to do. And I only say that about this show. I don't think that this show did that, but I'm noticing a drastic difference between the first and the second episodes. But I think that's because of just the setting that the first episode had to have, where it was like still on the plantation, and you know it's kind of like this history about it. The second episode, though, is, like, this surreal horror of, like, this, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's, like, um, uh, this alternate universe, but it's, it's like, present day at the same time. And, actually, it brings me back to this, um, something I was going to say about the first episode, but I forgot. I'm pretty sure I forgot. I haven't listened to what I recorded yet. But the, at the end, as they're getting on the train... The guy says, um, in order to understand this country, you have to ride the rails. And he says, you know, you, you have to look out, out of the windows and, and see the history of the country or whatever. I'm, I'm paraphrasing something along those lines. But the odd part about that is that the railroad is underground. So I took that to mean he's not talking to the characters. He's talking to the audience. He's talking to us. Um... And so the, I think the next, you know, the, the, the series isn't about, you know, I think it's supposed to be looked at in that way. We're supposed to understand, you know, the past, the present and the future through this show and America being black. And maybe for people who don't understand what it's like to be black in America, it's a good show to watch. Um, but this uh, again, this episode, I'm going to talk about that a little bit, um, completely jam packed with like. I call it a surreal horror because there's like these little tiny um just these pieces in the show that like happen and I will explain them more in a second. But like um 
it's like this understanding that you have and like there's this like this feeling I got when I was watching it in my chest so like it's hard to describe it's not really like anxiousness or fear or anything like that but like I, I don't know but um I had this thought um that isn't really about this show it's more of just about the what this podcast is in general because I had a poor go of explaining it in the beginning and I, and I also didn't really know what it was about at first but it's it's essentially you know I want to review these different pieces of uh, black media and kind of talk about you know what's good and what isn't and what we should be consuming and what we shouldn't be and you know what's good to put out there I, you know I want to start dialogues um, and I want to you know, look look at the things that we consume critically. Uh, which is why when I'm going through this show, I want to talk about just like broad strokes. I like okay. So when I was watching it, I I wanted to pause so many times to kind of just like talk about different things that I was seeing. But I don't want this to be like a, a play by play of the show. If you haven't seen the show yet, definitely go watch it. Um, but. I want this to more just be like, again, starting the dialogue, um, just talking about these broader strokes that are discussed in the show. And of course, this isn't a dialogue because it's just me. So this is a monologue. But this is kind of like setting the stage of like, you know, boom, this is what's in this show. Let's talk about it. Let's think about it. Let's, you know, let's take this with us. Um, and yeah, again, on like a greater level, I want a podcast as a whole to kind of be about that to be about you know what things should we be feeding our spirits you know to showing to our children that sort of thing you know um what's gonna help to uplift us and enlighten us and you know keep us on the on the right path to where we're trying to get so uh yeah sorry for that little tangent i'm gonna i'm gonna get into the episode now i think the main themes of this episode are well, there's a couple things that are touched on. So the first scene has Cora. Um, so Cora and um, the woman she escaped with, uh, Caesar, they both have jobs. Now, I want to focus on Cora. Caesar's stuff is important as well. Maybe I'll talk about that a little bit. But Cora is the main character here. She's who we're going to be following. I want to mostly focus on her. Um Cora has a job working in like this museum I guess it is and she's posing as like in the beginning she's posing as like this African in Africa and there's like this white narrator guy who's like you know basically telling all these lies to these white people about um, what it was like in Africa and you know and, and it eventually progresses and she plays as a slave and all this sort of thing but anyway it creates this interesting, well, it, it highlights this interesting perspective of people who are trying to make it out of the um, bad situations that they're in, having to go through this, um, this system that helps to perpetuate uh, and solidify and cement these ideas of them that are negative and false. And, um, you know, they have to actively participate in... And, and showcasing that um so that's that was like the beginning there that's what i got from that anyway and um 
you know, so now she's got like the hair slicked back. You know, it's probably like it's like gelled down and stuff like that. It's like the white hairstyle. She's wearing the white clothes now, the white uh, people clothes. They're trying to into in this town that they're at. They're trying to integrate the black people into the system. That's what this episode is mainly about. I want to say integration, um, which is fitting the black people into the white uh, narrative. You know, she goes to a dance, she has a fun time, they do like the little ball type dance that the white folks do. They take a, they take pictures, that sort of thing. Um, but then like little seeds of doubt start getting dropped because they're like thinking of staying here. They're like, you know, another train's coming that can take us further north of this place. You know, like things are weird so far, but it's better than it was at the plantation, you know? Like things are, we can stay here. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm doing a play-by-play and I didn't want to do that. Um, broad strokes, broad strokes. Uh, with the integration and indoctrination that's that's trying to go on here, um, they have the um, the physical appearance that is trying to be changed, um, the narratives that are being told about the black people, and then the other really large one that I saw was like their their health and um, their future. They were they pushed. Um, the um, sterilization on the women and they kill the men through these um, quote-unquote vitamins um, the, the storekeeper doesn't know any better he's like uh, you know oh, yeah this is just like you know the root medicine back on a plantation and he's told to give it to the people for free but he doesn't know that you know the the, the white people are experimenting on them behind the scenes and get, they're basically just poisoning you know and um, yeah, they're also they're they're cutting the tubes of the black women population control, trying to make sure they don't have any more kids, that sort of thing. So behind the scenes, it's like this really grim kind of thing going on here. Caesar also has like a B plot storyline of like, um, you know, oh, you're different than the other ones. He's rising in the ranks because he's smart. They're gonna give him a good job and all this sort of thing, but they want him to betray the others. Um, so there, there's a lot of great. Um, there's a lot of great stuff going on in this uh, first episode. Sorry, second second episode. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I, I missed. Because um, I had so many thoughts as it was going, and I was like, oh man, this is like, this is a lot. Um, another point of, of integration that I wanted to touch on that I kind of missed that kind of goes on with like the hair and the clothes is the language they're um, teaching them how to like read and write and speak and that's one that's kind of like close to me uh, like personally um, black people have their own English language it is this idea that I have an understanding of um, we're taught that, you know, it's just like a, its own dialect or just people don't know how to speak right. But it's my belief that, no, it's like an actual language in and of itself. Um, and I, as a kid, um, so I was born in Pennsylvania when I was like six. We moved to um, South Carolina and I was a history buff. You know, I loved learning about history and all that sort of thing. Very quote-unquote bright kid or whatever um 
So I had this um, this deep, implicit dislike for the South that I didn't even really understand. It was from like the propaganda that you get about, oh, the South, you know, around the Civil War and that sort of thing. I loved learning about the Civil War when I was a kid. It's my favorite war. Um, anyway, we moved down to the South, to South Carolina. Uh, we lived there for nine years. And I remember just like I did not want to have a southern accent like I refused like I did not want to have one um I don't really know what I did in my day-to-day life to prevent that from happening um but I kind of just remember thinking that like I wanted to speak correctly I wanted to speak right I wanted to enunciate and pronounce correctly um because I had this this stigma in my mind that I didn't understand that anything else was wrong and it's bad and you're not doing it right not speaking the the language correctly not realizing that you know this other idea or whatever so that's kind of like a, a personal one for me I look back and I'm like you know I, I can't be too upset with myself about it but I do feel like oh you know that kind of sucks I felt that way and then I wasn't really un- able to understand until I got older but I feel that way about a lot of different things and that's just a sign of growth I suppose but other than that, that's all I can really remember about the South Carolina episode without getting into like the minute details. Um, and I know I, I literally just watched it. I don't know if that's just because I'm tired or if that's really all the points I had to touch on. Um, at any rate, uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Oh, I also want to bring up and not talk about um, if you haven't seen the show, you're going to be like, what? But, you know, people have seen the show. You get it. Um, Homer. Homer is a character that has been in both episodes so far. So there is a... Cora's on the run. She's being chased down by, you know, the, the slave catcher guy. But he has with him this little black boy named Homer. Who, the relationship you don't really understand yet. Um, you know, they go into a bar in this episode and the white guy's like, Whoa, get this, get this nigger out of here. And, um, he's like, no. Um, and you can tell that, like, you know, Homer's been elevated, at least in the eyes of the guy whose name I can never remember. Um, and he acts with, like, this air about him that he's not like the others. You know, he, like, he dresses quite nicely and he can read and write and he speaks well and that sort of thing. Um, and what's, you know, what's the deal with Homer? I'm not going to talk about that now, but I did want to plant that idea. Again, if you haven't seen the show, definitely go see it. You probably already have Prime. If you do, I'm not judging you. I, um, you know, sometimes you just got to have Prime. I'm not saying I support Prime, but, you know, get a free trial. Go, you know, go check it out or, you know, however you might go about that. But um, it's a great show if you haven't seen it. Um, It's the end of Black History Month. I am going to keep doing this series, though, because I'm excited to to continue it um so yeah i'll see you guys in the next one i'll I'll probably get these out kind of quick like back to back every other day i'm gonna watch the episode every night i think and then kind of go about it that way we'll see time constraints and that sort of thing but uh anyway yeah thanks for listening and i'll see you guys in the next one or i mean i won't but um yeah, okay, so here's my thing that I usually say at the end. I'm, this time I'm going to say that I hope 
you, um, let's see. I hope you did not stub your toe. Because that would really, you know, that sucks when it happens. Try to appreciate your toes not being stubbed. Or like having on loose like sandals or flip-flops or something and like going through like a rocky or sandy area and getting like a little pebble in your shoe. That's always the worst. Um, I hope that doesn't happen to you. And I hope you have a great uh, day, weekend. I hope you had a good Black History Month. Um, this is off topic. Um, I do feel it is important to talk about just a little bit at the end here. They finally passed the um, anti-lynching bill. Um, it's called like the um, Emmett Till something something. This thing's been like how many freaking years in the making? They finally passed it today though. So I guess they're like here, here, here you go niggers. Happy Black History Month to you. You're, it's now illegal for you to be lynched. Thanks. Um, by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, um, the United States versus Billie Holiday is a uh, great movie to check out. Um, it talks about that a little bit in the beginning and end. It says how that's a law that they, that's been trying to get passed for like, I want to say 100 years, but maybe that's exaggerating. I don't know. But anyway, it's like, you know, at the beginning and at the end, they say, and it still hasn't been passed. Of course, now it has. So technically that part is um, not true anymore. But still, you know, it's 2022, y'all. Um, but anyway, okay, I'm, I'm done now. Have a good um, morning, afternoon, or noon, or evening, or night, or whatever time it is. Take care.